Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Oh, Welcome to the MVP Podcast. We talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to break down Game 2 between the Phoenix Suns and the LA Clippers. The reaction and the impact that it will have on the rest of the series. Also, we're going to break down our reaction to the second round and some of the results, including the results from the Hawks Sixers series. Is Ben Simmons to be blamed for the loss of the Sixers season? Me and Ian will weigh in. And also, you'll get our reaction from that epic Game 7 matchup between the Nets and the Bucks. We also got some LeBron rants ready for you, wrapped in and ready to go. Also, we have a new biz space for you covering food seasonings. We also got some awards to dish out. So just sit back, relax, get you some popcorn, and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? What up, we back. We are back. Yes, sir, yes, sir. With another episode. And uh it was it wasn't that long of a time this time. So uh we, we did that. Yeah. It was not Rodney, Rodney, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> hey, yo, this, I got a lot to say about playoffs man and i got a lot to say about these so-called nba fans but we don't get into that later we, we we're about to cut up I, and you kind of you kind of went in on your on, on a little bit on yours uh, yeah man i had to do the whole raekwon you know uh, yeah i appreciated you know, cuban, that rant cuban links you know what i'm saying all these all these <laughs> all these fake nba fans i had to send a little message to them man I had to send a little message to them we don't we don't want you around anyway exactly Exactly. We'll, 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 we'll sit back and enjoy this, this legendary basketball being played right now. And, History and being made right now. Exactly. Y'all y'all go ahead watch Mighty Ducks or, 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 or Loki, all that stuff. Y'all y'all watch all that. Y'all and Space Jam too. Space Jam too. Enjoy that. You know, all that stuff. We we here for the playoffs. This is what we here for. Man, Rodney, these playoffs have delivered. I thought the bubble was great. This is man, this, this is, is stomping the bubble. This is yeah, this is curb stomping the bubble. This is man. curb stomp. This is this is a menace to society stomping the bubble. <laughs> it shot Pain. the bubble in the head, took the tape out, went to the back, got his money. Man. And then sold the tape to Chauncey. <laughs> you were you heard what I just said. Kane ain't gonna be laughing when I show the cops this tape. <laughs> like, why they even hang out with that dude? Nobody liked him. Nobody liked him. Nobody even want to make breakfast for him. <laughs> they didn't even like this dude. They, they didn't want to cook him no grits, no, no sausage, none of that. <laughs> yo, yo, let's get to these shout outs. Yeah, go ahead, man. I'll, I'll give you the floor. Yo, man, shout out to older brother. Who publicly shamed the younger brothers for not stepping up? <laughs> oh man! Oh man! 
Oh. Rob, we had a we had a public talk a couple weeks ago, right? And um this brother, we, we've been trading uh, speakers back and forth between West English, Broadview, you know, that whole little area over there. Shout out to them friends. They, they got a great sense of humor. Um, and this, bro- this brother, this brother, I can't remember his name. If I did, I wouldn't share it anyway. But he he gave a public talk and he was talking about the, the, the brothers needing to step up and be trained. And he was like, he just started going in the, the congregation stats. Like, he's like, yeah, we only got so many elders and I'm the second youngest one. I'm 66. The next one under me is only a year or two younger than me. It was like, it was like, we only got three servants and one of them is in his 80s. <laughs> it's like, man, he, he laying out the real. He's like, we need y'all to step up. We need the young brothers to step up. We can't do it forever. Wow. Wow. Like, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, that's true. But uh easier said than done, man. Um, don't you know that they, we had articles saying that we have to reach out to these young brothers and train them? That is true. That is true. But you know, there, there's, there's a new phenomenon, like I've I've noticed within the maybe the past five to ten years of brothers turning down um appointments you know you 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 run the information down and 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 everything comes back clean and co is cool with it our body feels real positive about a brother and then you approach them and it's like nah i don't want it you know i don't know if you've seen that phenomenon in your in your area but i i've i've seen it at least three times like over the past yeah i mean i've years actually i'm hearing i'm hearing more from Chicago elders in regards to that. Not necessarily, it's not really happening that much in our circuit that I've been hearing about, some of the brothers that I talk to. But uh, yeah, man, I, I'm not surprised actually. Uh, you know, there's, I don't know, they, they, I think it's the fear of feeling like, you know, if they mess up, it's gonna make them look even worse. And it's like, you gotta stop thinking about the what ifs, man. Yeah, I mean, if 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 that was the case, it's like why 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 get baptized? You know, it's like exactly. we all go, we all gonna make mistakes. You know, it's right. just how you respond to them. And man, trust me, man, elders elders we make mistakes every day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's all the time. Yeah, we need correction all the time and counsel. You know, from the CEO, from other elders. You know, sometimes from sisters. So, you know, don't think you got to be walking on water to, you know, to be a decent ministerial servant or elder. You know, it's just, it's not that deep. You know, lean, 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 lean on, you know, Jehovah, his whole, the help of his Holy Spirit. Keep feeding yourself spiritually and, and, and you know, hopefully at the end of the day, you'll be, you'll be okay. Apply what you're learning and hopefully yeah. at the end of the day. You know, you'd be okay. But yeah, I've seen a phenomenon of that. You know, brothers, oh, I don't want it. I can't take the, you know, the criticism and, you know, or, you know, I'm not that good with public speaking or technology. It's like, that's not a requirement. That's not, that's not a scriptural requirement. Or some brothers be like, oh man, I watched Booty Talk Volume 17 recently. So I can't accept this. It's like, well, how, how recently did you watch it? Oh, back in January. It's like, okay, bro, that was some months ago. Like, you know, you had a little slip up. You know, let's let's work past this. You know, and mm-hmm. get you going. Mm-hmm. Or oh, it could be even. Yeah, but then they'd be it like, could be even talk, like Booty Talk Volume Eighteen coming out soon. So I got. 
But even even some brothers would be like, you know, the, it'd be like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to have a bunch of talks, and they feel like they feel like you're gonna just slap them up there and give them a public talk like the next week, or you <laughs> you gonna you gonna have a part during every meeting of the midweek meetings. It's like, no, we gonna work you in slow, like. Don't feel like when you get appointed, you just gonna be slapped with a table of responsibilities. Like that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen that way. Exactly. We all meet. We all put together a game plan. We put this pr- plug this person here, plug this person there, and we work them in slowly. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I I, I do want to uh, shout out, man. Speaking of that, man, uh, a brother that I used to study with, he just got appointed. Uh, ministerial service so i'm happy about that first nice. first brother per, person i ever studied with is actually a ministerial servant so uh that's a huge accomplishment yeah, i'm not trying to toot my own horn but i <laughs> <laughs> no but you're proud though you, you're proud to see that yeah 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 and, and you know he I'm, I'm working with him you know he always and ask questions man you know ask questions don't be afraid to ask questions like don't feel like Cause you got appointed that you would just handle things on your own, man. If you ain't sure about something, ask questions. So it, it, it's all good. When I got appointed, man, I, I was telling the brothers, "Hey, man, I'm late for every meeting," and they like, "Okay, <laughs> do you want it or not?" And I'm like, "It ain't said like that," but I was like, "Okay, yeah, if Jehovah see something in me that feels like I'm worthy of being a ministerial servant. Of course, I'm gonna accept the assignment." Right, so, right, right, right. I mean, they, right. they looking past my flaws of being, you know, being late. And eventually I worked on that and I was more on time for means, but it all comes, you know. This is Jehovah don't don't nitpick people, you know, he don't nitpick brothers, man. The standards are are there. We rely on those standards and it's up to you. Don't be don't be your own worst uh enemy, you know. Yeah, your own worst critic, you know. Your own worst critic, right. You know, and, and, and communicate, you know, communicate yeah. with your brothers. If you're struggling with something, you know, tell us, you know, before, you know, we put you, you know, we put that Because even on. when you, yeah, even when you become appointed as an elder, you still, they still gonna ask you, did you, you know, are you, you got anything that's holding you back from being an elder? When you can become a circuit overseer, anything holding you back, any position or any privilege that you get in, in the organization, you're going to get questioned about, hey, has anything happened, you know, that prevents you from doing this? It comes with the territory. It's up yeah. to you, you know, and if you got this far, you might as well, man. I mean, we, we imperfect. We make mistakes. And, you know, Jehovah don't work, don't, don't hold it against us for years and years and years, man. You know, he forgives, he wipes his hand, he keeps it moving. And that's it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, man, but that that brother was going in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he needs to. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's not up to him, man. It's not up. And to shout him. out, and shout out to these congregations who got a good sense of humor, man. I you ever go to a congregation, Rodney, to give a talk, and you got a certain joke that you always fit into your talk on a certain spot, and then when you deliver it, it don't land. Oh, that's that's happened to me several times. Several but then times. You tell the same. You get the same talk and tell the same joke at another congregation, and they just be rolling. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you know what? True story. 
true story. And, and and being at Burbank, you know, I've given talks at a lot of suburban, you know, congregations. And, and you know, I'm pretty versatile when it comes to knowing what different cultures want, what they find funny, what they don't find funny. So I found myself, you know, in the beginning when I was being sent out to give talks and I would have certain jokes and I would go to the hood, like, you know, and give a talk and man, I'm, I'm over here at Downers Grove, got, got the, got the audience cracking up, you know, and then I go over to 79th and Muskegon, same joke, crickets. I'm like, man, I forgot. I'm not in the suburbs. I'm in the hood. I got to change this up. I can't be corny. So, <laughs> so I found myself like, you know, cause I'm getting sent in and out, you know, with Burbank, you know, I'm getting brothers, we getting brothers from the city and then we getting brothers from the suburbs. So I found myself having to change up a lot of my like punchlines to fit the criteria of the congregation that I'm going to. Because you're right. Certain things don't land. Certain jokes don't land with certain congregations. Yeah, man. I got this one talk where I got an Ike Turner joke in there. And like some people get it. And, and then other congregations, yeah, it's crickets. It's like, I'm like, oh, they don't find domestic abuse funny, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> then I got a, um, I recently gave a talk at West English. And I, I got a, a part in my, in my talk where I take a shot at LeBron James. You know, it's about making a name for yourself in this system of things. And I take a shot at LeBron James about him not being the GOAT. And like, they was rolling <laughs> with it, man. They was rolling with it. In fact, after the meeting, when we went into breakout rooms, the host changed my screen name to LeBron James. <laughs> That's funny. That's I did funny. The same, I did the same thing at Broadview. Nothing. They did not take the bait. Mm. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, you got you got to change it up, man. You got to change it up because everybody don't. And then it's just then there's just other congregations that just straight up bland. Like no matter what the culture, no matter where you're from, it's just a bland, unseasoned congregation. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Stay out there. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, shout out to those congregations, man. Hey, you won't get that at, at Burbank, man. We, we laugh at everything. So. I can tell my I can tell my Ike Turner joke at Burbank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should be fine now. Man, I would say about five years ago, I would have been like, nah, but now you good. <laughs> now you good. But uh, I got one more shout out. This is sports related, man. I don't know if you up on her, man, but uh, you're gonna be hearing a lot. Uh, shout out to uh, Shakari Richardson, the, the she can feel man. This she's shit. actually she's actually getting a Cuddy Award for me today. Oh, nice, nice. Well, we'll say that for the end of the show. Then say I actually got four. I actually got four Cuddy Awards. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I gave her a Cuddy Award too. I actually had her set up for a Cuddy Award. I'm moving too fast here. Let's get to this NBA then, man. Hey, hey Rodney, you got to give me a good five minutes on LeBron later. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll, right. we'll if we if we behind on time, we'll substitute the the rant for another segment. So that's cool. I I work that out. But uh, let's get to this. I I actually just threw this in in, in the outline. I I didn't text you in because I want to. You know, I, I knew we. I know you're gonna want to talk about it anyway. But last night's game, man. Last night game Woo. two, Phoenix. <laughs> Clippers, dude, that was the craziest 
final 30 seconds of a game that I've seen in a while, man. Dude, I thought the Clippers had it. Now, I was rooting for the Suns, but that last call, that call where Beverly knocked it out, out, out of bounds, but it was last touch by Booker, I'm thinking like, oh, it's clearly out on, on Beverly. And then they reversed the call. I'm like, oh, man, Clippers just stole it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Paul George misses two free throws in a wait, row. Wait, 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 Ian. I'm a, wait, 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 wait. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. I'm going to put on my Mark Jackson voice off 30 for 30. I could tell when Paul George got to the, that free throw line, <laughs> he didn't want no part of those free throws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Pandemic P. Playoff P, whatever you want to call him. He turned uh, back and forth. He turned back into a pumpkin at the end of the night. <laughs> Unvaccinated P. <laughs> <laughs> the pandemic is so called over now. So now he's unvaccinated P. But but you got dude, shout out to Jay Crowder for throwing the perfect pass. Oh man, that was oh that was an amazing pass. It was it was like once one inch short from just be like he almost threw it in the rim almost like threw it in the hoop but he threw it so perfect man they, you, you heard what they calling it now oh the value the value man I, I thought that was slick yeah the value yep 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 that's gonna live on that's gonna live on in infamy man yeah that, that, even if that they play. don't win a title that's gonna that's gonna live in son's infamy that's that's gonna be in you know the museums or hall of fame museums or whatever you know that basketball or something like that but especially if they win a championship they'll really be um cemented in their history awesome, awesome game awesome yeah. game Devin yeah. brooker gets his nose broken <sighs> by patrick beverly patrick beverly is starting to irritate me a little bit man <laughs> like like they, they irritated me anyway as of last year i did just always, they've kind of irritated me, acting like they've won something when they really haven't, puffing out their chest. You know, you getting all scrappy with Devin Booker, but when LeBron come to town, we don't see that side of you, uh, uh, Patrick Beverly. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They get ran off the court. You know. I, I, I um, just... Zubach, Zubach, and Zubach, he, 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 he kind of sucks anyway, but he forgets how to play when the Lakers come to their court, you know. He starts missing dunks again and all of that. I, I read a I read a statistic that said that the, the the Clippers are actually winless when Zubac plays 18 minutes or more. What? Wow. Yes. Winless. That's sad. Why is he on the court? Zubac is this, is this generation's Dave Corzine. <laughs> <laughs> Just running up and down the court, man. He'll get you some rebounds. He'll do some putbacks every now and then. But he's just a big body running up and down the court. That's all he does. Exactly. But, man, great game. Great game. How you, uh-huh. let, how you let Devin Booker draw a, get a perfect screen on Devin Booker is what? 6'5", six, 6'4"? Six, Something like that. Wait, which point were you talking about? On the alley-oop. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Devin Booker set the pick on Zubac, and Zubac got like, like. I thought Zubac got up under him. Oh, uh, not cleanly, not cleanly. He was still late. Yeah, know. he was late. He was late. He did. He did get the uh, second too late. But then, then all the, all the, all the challenges and reviews and 
Yeah, I, I like that part of it. It kind of slowed I, the game down. Yeah, I'll get on that later. But like this, and and, dude, and then uh, the story up until this point, up until the Valley of Youth was campaign. That was. This dude went from being a a a bench warmer on the OKC, you know, on Oklahoma. Backup dancer. He was a backup dancer, not a bench warmer. And and a backup dancer to being an absolute disaster with the Chicago Bulls, to getting a series of 10-day contracts, to being out the league, to playing in China, then going back to the G League. Now he's running with the Suns and starting in a Western Conference Finals. Not yeah. just starting and playing, but give, giving you buckets. Right. Outplaying Reggie Jackson. Outplaying Patrick Beverly. Like, outplaying all of these point well, guards that have better careers than him. Bob, Bobby Schmurter been balling. I got to give it to him. Oh, big time. Big time. But campaign is out there everything Bobby Schmurter doing. Yeah, he, Bobby Schmurter, out there shooting like he's Steph Curry. Right. Where was this at last year when they needed him? Awesome game, man. Awesome. I'm I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Yeah, this has been a great playoffs. Um, I'ma just like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna expound more on why everybody should be paying attention to this this, the NBA right now. Because I'm tired. I don't I I don't wanna see James. I don't wanna see Curry. I don't wanna see the rant. I it fulfilled all my wishes. I wanted to see an NBA finals of new blood, fresh yep. blood. And we got plenty of new blood to pick from. Exactly, I mean, it's a sport. You, got, you, you can look at the guys who've been eliminated and, and I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd want to see them. Between Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and Luka Doncic and, and uh, um, uh, 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 Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. It's like, it's, it's plenty of talent out there that I'm, 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 I'm signing up to see. Yeah. I'ma go into the second round reaction. Um and I wanna break it down by by series. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna cover the, the, the we're not gonna go backtrack on the Suns Nuggets. That was pretty much we knew what that was gonna be all about. But let's get to this Hawk Sixers, man. Cause uh this was the this was the <laughs> game seven that <laughs> it, it it became a punchline, man. This this game seven became a punchline for Ben Simmons, man. Do you think that Ben Simmons has been unfairly criticized for the way the Sixers season ended? Um, yes and no. Um, because I say I say yes because he did bring it on himself, like passing up dunks and stuff like that, and not attempting any field goals in the fourth quarter. But at the same time, we kind of knew this about Ben Simmons. Um, we kind of knew he was gun shy a bit, you know, on the field goals, like. So it, it ain't just it ain't just on him. I can't remember what it was. Game six to game seven in the second half, whole second half. Nobody on the on the Philadelphia Sixers made a bucket except for Embiid and Seth Curry. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking at Tobias Harris too. Like, okay, you making thirty million a year? Like, where were you? Mm-hmm. Why are we looking at the guy that we've known for all along? Don't shoot field goals like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like this dude, the, dude, the NBA media is so, I, they so irritating. 
they Ben Simmons is two years from rule from being rookie of the year, and now everyone wants to act like this dude is just absolute garbage because they were wrong. Just admit you were wrong. We slept on the Hawks. I admitted it. I slept on the Hawks. Just admit you were wrong. Right. Nate McMillan is a, is a is a is a great coach. Right. Uh, 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 John Collins is 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 that dude. Herter is that dude. I think he's hurt now though. Uh, I got, I got a war for John Collins too as well. Bogdanovich is that dude, and Trey Young is definitely that dude. Right. So just admit you were wrong. Like why? Why I hate this blame game. Oh, it's gonna be Brooklyn and Philly. Brooklyn and Philly, everybody. We're just waiting for Brooklyn and Philly, and then Brooklyn and Philly ain't there. And now y'all want to point fingers and play the, the blame game. Just give a hawks they just do. They yeah. balled out, man. They balled yeah. out. Just cause y'all were wrong about Philly, now y'all want to make Ben Simmons out to be this terrible player when he's two years removed from the rookie of the year. And like. Dude got plenty of years left, man. Plenty of basketball left. It's like, don't throw him in the garbage yet. Do we yeah, got I don't... in this game that need to be improved? Sure, but like he'll he'll get it over time. Yeah, I'm 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 I've been not I've never been high on Ben Simmons since he's been in the league. I've never been high on him. This is broken news. What he did game seven was broken news to me. I always said he was soft. I always said he couldn't shoot. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. I don't blame, and many people are going down Doc Rivers' throat about it too. But here's my thing. Doc Rivers wasn't the one that drafted Ben Simmons. Who drafted Ben Simmons? <laughs> uh, what was the, I forgot his, their old coach name. But anyway. Brent Brown. Brent Brown. Brent Brown's the one that drafted Ben Simmons. What did Brent Brown do the whole time while he was coaching Ben Simmons? Oh, it's okay. You're dropping triple doubles. You're you're, you're grabbing rebounds. You're making the offense flow through your passes. You you're 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 oversized. You're you're six ten. You're strong. You don't need to work on your jump shot. And here's Ben Simmons throughout those, you know, media conference room, you know, interviews where. He would have a bad game and his shooting would come up as a topic and he would deflect and say, oh, well, I dropped 40 on this team or I dropped 30 on this team without a jump shot. So I'm fine. They never held this man accountable for being for working on his jump shot. So now Doc Rivers got him, who is used to coaching shooters his whole career. Shooters everywhere. Each each team he's had had shooters all over the place. And his um, offense that he runs is a shooter-friendly offense. So here he has Ben Simmons, and this dude can't shoot, and he's put in situations where he has to take Ben Simmons out of the game because he's, you know, they don't want to do the whole, you know, hack of Ben. And so it's like, honestly, Doc Rivers is living the LA Clippers all over again back when he had DeAndre Jordan. When, remember that whole thing with you know yeah. that was one of the reasons why the Clippers could never get out get past the second round with Doc Rivers because DeAndre Jordan couldn't hit free throws. So what they would do? Foul DeAndre Jordan in the second quarter to slow the game down. And then the other team comes back. Next thing you know, the Clippers lose. So the only difference is DeAndre Jordan's a center. You know. We don't look for centers to be shooting right, like right. But I mean, come on, man. Doc, Doc got it. He's starting to gain a reputation as being a. He has a, coach. and I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that. 
I'm not denying that. But I'm not going to hold Doc accountable for Ben Sim Simmons' lack of ability to shoot. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down that route. This is where I'm gonna blame Doc Rivers at. I'm gonna blame Doc Rivers on his in-game adjustments. He doesn't make good in-game adjustments. And uh <laughs> why you got Seth Curry constantly guarding uh Herder, I have no clue. Can't you see that every time they got Herder against this man that is barbecue chicken, you need yeah. to switch it up. Switch yeah. it up. So yeah. it ain't all about just Ben Simmons, man. It really it ain't is. about Ben Simmons. Also, MB, bro, he went 0 for 12. Which game was that? In the in the second half. He went 0 for 12, missed a wide open game-winning layup. Then he wanna do <laughs> and, and then here's what kills me about Joel and B. He'll have game, he had that one game in the series where he hit his first like eight baskets, all posts. Then all of a sudden he want to act like he KD and want to back up to the three point line and want to shoot a bunch of threes. It's like, dude, make up your mind. What type of game do you want? Are you going to play against this team? You should be averaging 40 against them on a bad leg. He's doing this on a bad leg. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's the other thing. Like, like MB clearly was not healthy. Um, you know, I, I I don't know, man. Here's the other thing, too. Why their roster is a little is is not as good as it what once was. They I hate to say it, man. They need a Jimmy Butler type to just kind of take over in the fourth quarter. Like when when for those moments where, where Ben is Ben won't shoot and Embiid is tired. You know, they need a JJ, a JJ Reddick type. You know, but you know, they, they let them walk away. Well, it was a different situation, but um yeah, man. Yeah, man. Who would have thought, man? And all these, all these talking heads on ESPN and whatnot, and all year they were talking about the Lakers and the Nets, the Lakers and the Nets. Who would have thought that these would be the four teams, the final four teams left standing? Who would have thought? The basketball gods have smiled upon us, Rodney. They have delivered what we want. A first-round exit for LeBron James. A, 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 a Game 7 collapse for the Brooklyn Nets. Injuries to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, It's like, it couldn't have worked out better, Rodney. It couldn't have worked out better. For once, for once, probably for the first time in 10, 12 years, there's a team in the playoffs that I don't hate. <laughs> like, it's not. It's not. I mean, even the Clippers. I got a soft side for the Clippers. I, I, I gained a lot of respect for what they did against the Jazz. Like, yeah, yeah. the way they came back. And also, it leads me to my next next question about the Jazz because we don't talk about the Jazz enough. I want to give the Jazz they respect. They had a great season, but Rudy Gobert, he's he. I don't know, man. In the playoffs, he forgets a he he forget about. I don't know. He just throw all of his defensive IQ out the window and teams just be like, oh, we're not scared of Gobert. Let's just all drive to the basket so, and get layups on him and dunk on him. And <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to say this. I think I think Rudy Gobert's defensive stats and ratings are, are a bit of a mirage. And I, I'm going to tell you, and this is why. Because during the it's during the regular season that he accrues these great numbers and these great efficiency ratings and whatnot. But you got to remember that's against a large sample size of all the teams that they're playing against in the league. 
When you get to the playoffs, you're playing a cream of the crop. So it's a little more easier for these teams to kind of figure you out and make adjustments and get around you. You know, that's that's why the, you know, the Clippers, to their credit, they were able to kind of neutralize Gobert. They knew he wasn't an offensive threat. So if he can get around his de- defense, he's really not going to be a factor. You know, they they um same same thing with Dallas. They knew Dallas didn't have no real center that was a threat. But it's it's gonna be a little different with DeAndre Ayton. Um But yeah, that's 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 what I think about Gobert. I think he's a great regular season center. Yeah, that's um, what I was gonna say. Yeah, but the but the but the you know in the playoffs, I don't know, man. I don't, and, and it's like I, I'm lo- I'm watching these games, and it's like even the teams that are losing look good. Yeah, yeah. Dallas look good. Dallas look good. The Jazz look good. Like like the Jazz should have won this series, but they had the potential to win it all this year. They had it. They had all the pieces. It just didn't fall through for them. And even the Clippers, like yeah, the Clippers. And Mike Conley wasn't wasn't playing for like the first five games, right? And the Clippers were an alley oop away from tying this series. So yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah, like I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing in the playoffs. I like the fact that you know everybody talk about oh you know Chris Paul's not playing the first two games and you know Kawhi Leonard we don't know what's going on with his D. Hey man, and I said this in my my prediction episode. Listen. Devin Book, let it be Devin Booker versus Paul George. It'll be just like it was in the 90s. Old school. One, you know, both teams got their stars and the rest and, and, and all their other parts. Put them up together on the basketball court and let's see what happens. I'm like, let's just accept it for what it is. Let's not get into this. Oh, if Paul, if, if Kawhi Leonard was playing or, or Chris Paul was playing. No, just, just embrace it, guys. Just embrace it. Let's get off this comparison stuff. Just, just enjoy the playoffs. Yeah, we got good players on the on the court right now, and one of them is going to be holding a trophy at the end of this. Oh, right. Out of the four teams, man, which one you 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 buying into to win it all? I mean, the natural direction to go is the Bucks, but I'm rooting for the Suns, man. Yeah, I'm I really, <laughs> I really want the Suns to win it all, man. I love their fan base. I love. I don't know if you saw it, man, but they fan base, man. They ratchet, dude. They beating up Clippers fans in in in, in the uh, hallways. I don't know if you saw that. No, um, I didn't. You got the sun. You got the uh, sons and four dude that 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 was about to fight a whole bunch of Nuggets fans. I'm like these these sons fans, man. They 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 fuck, man. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> Did you hear the sons and four story? No. So, so it was a, it was a dude that got into it with some Nuggets fans. He had a hold me back moment, right? And in the process of them holding them back, he put up Suns and four. And this is during Game Four. This is like at the beginning of Game Four of the Nuggets Suns series. So the series wasn't even over at this point. So Devin Booker, after the game, after they won the series, he saw the video go viral. And he was like, hey man, somebody send me his information. So they sent him his information. Whoever sent him his information is confidential, but he ended up sending him a jersey and, and bought him, uh, got him a ticket to game one. 
Oh, that's dope. I did hear about that. Yeah. I heard about that, but I thought it was somebody else that they helped because there was there was like a food truck. The, these Filipinos that had a food truck and some racists wrote a bunch of like racist stuff on a food truck and I thought it was I can't remember if it was the Suns or the Jazz that like bought them a new oh, food okay. truck and like got them tickets to the game and whatnot. I can't well, I remember hear about that, that story. Yeah, that's, I can't remember if that was the Suns or the Jazz. Yeah, but yeah, dude, you know, dude became a celebrity at the game. At game one, people was taking pictures with him and everything. <laughs> and, and Devin Booker's a real one, dude. I, that, I, did I, you I, see I, the car he pulled up in? No, I didn't. With I the didn't. hundred spokes, he was pulling up like Brother Sanders to game. Uh, six. <laughs> he pulled up to Staples Center <laughs> in the first round. This happened in the first round. He pulled up like uh, Brother Sanders in the Staples Center before game six. Oh man. <laughs> his, his uncle brother Sanders <laughs> dude it was hilarious <laughs> that booker a real one man he a real one he is a real one man hey, the way he be mixing up with certain cats I'm like, oh did you see that that shove uh, DeMarcus Cousins gave yeah. <laughs> I'm like what is he doing I didn't even know he was on the court DeMarcus, like, yeah. DeMarcus Cousins like, just want to fight people man yeah, that's that's his definition of tough. He thinks that's being tough. Yeah. No, tough is tough is getting your nose broken and still coming back and winning the game. That's exactly. tough. Exactly. But yeah. I'm not pushing a guy who's a foot smaller than you. <laughs> yeah, he got into it. Devin Devin's been getting into it with quite a few. He got into it with Jokic in the previous round. And did you yeah. see? Did you see? And he went Jokic? back down. Even I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared of Jokic. That dude look like he'll bite your jugular out. No, 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 no. Did Did you see the course? That what was happening courtside during that exchange? During the Booker uh, Jokic exchange? Jokic exchange. Yeah. No, I didn't. Jokic's brother was in the stands. He was getting ready to come down. Jokic's brother is like seven three. He's taller than him, but he's super buff. Oh wow. Dude looked like he an MMA fighter. Man, all that ain't necessary for Devin Booker, man. I'm like, why y'all need to do all this for Devin Booker, man? Jokic is fine. He'll be it. <laughs> He's fine, man. He's seven two. Why you need to come up and step up for your brother for a dude that's six five? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, he 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 a real one, but he ain't, he ain't that threatening, you know. I got a couple of more shout outs, even though they eliminated. Shout out to KD for putting on the show in the second round. That was amazing to watch. Um, yeah. And also, Harden. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they impressed Harden, me, man. Harden, Harden put a gutsy performance. Well, go ahead. Oh, yeah. yeah I was just going to say, they, yeah, they impressed me, man. The way the way he, he got out there and tried to fight through his injury. And that was admirable, man. That was admirable. I, I was, you know. I wasn't that high on James Harden because of how the season started and everything. But you know, that was that was admirable. I, I uh, you know, hey, I wouldn't mind rooting for them next year. And Blake Griffin too, man. Blake Griffin had an impressive playoff run, man. He was looking good out there. And also, uh, shout out, shout out to Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown, man. <laughs> hey man, Bruce Brown remind me of your brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was zipping all over the court, man. Dude, Smash he like six one, <laughs> grabbing rebounds over over Giannis and and and, and Robin Lopez and Brook Lopez. You come on, man. They should have played him earlier in the game. Yeah, I'm like, man, dude, what, 
I, I never heard of Bruce Brown until these playoffs, man. Who started and played for Kyrie? Oh, good question. I think Bruce Brown just started because, and they just moved Kevin, they just moved uh, James Harden to the one. No, because it was, it was Joe Harris, it was Harden, it was it was Katie, Bruce Brown. It was Bruce Brown. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Okay. That's okay. It. Maybe. Because they called up that dude from overseas, but he they never gave him no playing time. Okay, okay. Because I don't remember seeing him until late in the game, and I remember thinking, like, man, what? Play that dude more. Man, talk about somebody that was... And here's another thing, too. I'm tired of people saying that Ben Simmons was scared to shoot. He's not scared, man. He can't shoot, all right? It's the difference between being scared to shoot and just not... He just can't shoot, man. He's just... He don't have no confidence in the shot. Joe Harris. Joe Harris was a deer in headlights in game seven. I'm like, Joe... You can't be no more open than what you are now, bro. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he was, he was like, uh, he was like, uh, Harrison, Harrison Barnes in Game Seven against the Cavaliers in 2016, just missing open shot after open shot after open shot. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, I thought, and I thought he was going to be a, a, a good X factor for them, but he wasn't. I'm like, I'm like, this dude fits the perfect profile of the guy that's going to be open in the corner, killing him for, from three. White dude, not that physically yeah. imposing. Mike, Mike Miller type. Right. We know he can shoot the ball. I'm like, yo, come to playoffs, that dude's going to be getting off. You're going to see some 20 point games from him. We we and we probably we I was saying we're gonna see some ten point quarters from him too, um, but not nah, and it just never happened, you know. But hey, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy with what we got. Yeah, me too. And, and shout got, out man. to Giannis too. Uh, I felt like the fans counting down the seconds to him being at the free throw line actually helped Giannis because with his timing of his free throw shots, and that's why he was hitting them. And I'm like, I'm sitting there watching the game with my wife, and I'm like, they need to stop counting because he's hit. They're helping this dude. And he shot one. Then he shoot. He shot like two air balls, right? He did. But other than that, man, he was he was hitting them. Yeah, yeah. He, free throws. He's got to continue to work on his free throws, definitely. Um, because we know he can, you know, take it to the hole and score. Yeah. We know that, but shout like, out, shout out to Chris Middleton for finally stepping up too, man. <laughs> yeah, finally, finally, big time. Uh, so yeah, man, me and you both agree, man. The NBA is in a great place right now. We ain't got time for you guys talking about all this. And I, I just want to get into this just for real briefly before we get into the next topic. But dude, people are so people contradict themselves so much. They always complain about, oh, it's too many super teams in the NBA. Oh, LeBron, I'm tired of seeing LeBron in the finals. Oh, I'm tired of seeing this. But then when it happens, ain't nothing to watch. It is something to watch. It's two more rounds in the finals. Yeah, those people irritate me. LeBron ain't got to be there for us to, to, to be interested. In the NBA, nor, nor do I want to. I just don't want to see him, man. It's like 
You know how you in the league they complain about players who stat pad and, and like garbage time. It'll 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 be like it'll be like the last two minutes of a game. Uh, the team is up by twenty. You know, and people get out there on the court and they start stat padding for like rebounds and points and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron famous for doing that. He he's he what he's attempting. He, he's attempting legacy padding and ring padding. Okay, that's what he's attempting. You've been in the league 18 years. You got four rings. Okay, you really should only have two, maybe three. And right. and the ones you got, you had a you had an immense amount of help with. Okay, now all there's all this talk about who you're going to get next year. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. You don't need favorite. you don't need reinforcements. Y'all were the favorites to come out the West before AD got injured. Just run it back. Y'all talking about getting Luca? Y'all talking about getting Luca? No. Dame Lillard. I've heard CP3's name. No. Um, there was another guard. I, I, Kyle I Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Derrick Rose. Just run it back. Y'all were an impressive team as y'all were currently constructed. Y'all just got injured. It happens. It happens to everybody. It's happening to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're going you're gonna to add some some stellar player to your already juiced up roster. Y'all went out and got the six man of the year award winner. And then you mm-hmm. got the second, the, the runner up too. Yep. And couldn't and win. Schroeder. And couldn't win. So I don't want to hear that. You might have to find somebody to replace Marcus Gasol, but other than that, like, they, they need to run that back. You know, and it's like, come on, man. Come on. Just get out there and win and play. Yep. I remember when they traded, when, I mean, when they picked up uh, Andre Drummond. Oh, oh, that's that's the piece they needed. That's the piece they They got another guy. He's good offensive rebounder. They can plug him. LeBron going to know what to do with him. What happened? <laughs> you said LeBron don't know what to do with him. <laughs> yeah, like, like LeBron is the, the player fixer or... Like, uh, he like, he's a player coach or something. The player coach. Yeah, get out of here, man. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I just hate all the dialogue around the Lakers, man. It's like I hated it before LeBron came over, but now I really hate it now. I ignore it all. I ignore it's like it you got all these stars we've been playoffs. talking about. I don't care about them. Giving us these great, just, just terrific, memorable games. But and you turn on ESPN and they doing an hour long uh, interview with Magic Johnson about what the Lakers need to do next. Man, bump the Lakers, man. Build, build a super team to beat to beat Devin Booker next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, man, bump y'all, man. <laughs> but he the goat, though, right? Right, but he the goat. He the goat. He the goat, wait, though, wait. right? Didn't make he the goat. He's the goat who's always one man short. <laughs> didn't win his playoff, didn't even get to the playoffs his first year with the Lakers, won an LA fitness ring his second year with the Lakers, and then he get ousted out of the first round his third year with the Lakers. That's the GOAT? That's y'all GOAT? <laughs> Is this your king? <laughs> Is this your king? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Dude, I, I just hate the dialogue, man. Come on. What they need to do is get Dame Lillard. It's like, oh my God. Dame Lillard is not leaving Portland, especially if they hire Becky Hammond as their head coach. So 
forget about that. I mean, can they even afford Dame? No. I mean, I'm sure they'll try to finagle some stuff to make it work, clear and clear some cap space and get rid of some people. But yeah, but they ain't gonna win a championship with Dame Lillard and, and LeBron and AB. They have to clear. I mean, without no, but what else? They they gotta give up the house for them. They would, but they 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 be willing. They do that. You know, that's a move they would do. You know, it is. They don't need. Just, just fill the rest. They don't and just put the rest of the roster with G League. But this is this is this is my point about LeBron's legacy pattern. It's like I gotta get whoever I gotta get to get rings five and six. We know that's what he's on. I'm not gonna honor those that that fifth and sixth ring if Damian Lillard or Luka Doncic or Zion Williamson is added to the table. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. And another thing, man, let's what what what's up with all this coverage of of. LeBron James Jr.'s uh, basketball games. I ignore that too. I, I'm, I'm always seeing these articles and then I read the article. At the end of the article, it, it always ends the same way. Sierra Canyon went on to lose 87 <laughs> to 72. It's like, so this dude's not even winning and they're covering no, his game like, like this? His son ain't even all that good. <sighs> his, his, son, his son is okay. Right off in the sunset, LeBron. Yeah, man. Give give it up, man. Just uh, just try to just just try to be gone from the league. Like I, I can care less if LeBron retired at this point. Like I'm fine with what what things we need. We got this new blood, this this new talent of, of, of NBA players coming up in their early 20s. That's getting ready to take over the league. Right, and but their growth is being stunted. Their growth is being stunted because we want to see LeBron win a couple more rings. No, man, we don't want to see that. Trey Young is the is this generation's Reggie Miller. He is. Yeah. Everybody hates, but everybody loves to watch. Yeah, yeah, he is, man. Ultimate <laughs> trash talker. He's turning into the ultimate trash talker. You know, you got Donovan Mitchell, who is is D Wade. 2.0. You got Devin Booker, who's everybody's putting on the same level as a Kobe Bryant. Like, if we're comparing these guys to legendary players, let's embrace that. Don't don't, don't don't be over here talking about some. Oh, oh, uh, Devin Booker's the he he's the Kobe he's the next Kobe Bryant. But then spend an hour talking about the Lakers. Exactly. Exactly. If these, Yo, if this, this, we do. We got a whole new generation of ballers coming up, man. And I, I honestly, I think they over LeBron James, man. I think they over him. Yeah. No, nobody cares anymore, man. Like, like, <laughs> just, let's, let's. Anyway, I'm getting my head starting to hurt. Future changes in foul calls is our next topic. And uh, yeah, you brought this to my attention, and I, I and you know what? I'm I'm glad you did because I did see something a couple of days ago that bothered me. Um, I saw a play that some fan I don't know I don't know who he was watching the Nets game. He was watching the Nets Bucks, and he recorded this and he pointed out what James Harden was doing on his three point shot. He would shoot the three. And then slide his legs 
under the player who's contesting his shot to make it look like the player fell on him. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, is that, he, dude, he's got about 17 different moves like that. He's got the other play where he'll jump up, shoot the three, and then kick one leg out and knock right. him himself off balance and fall. Then he's got the other play where he'll he'll stall. The person will, will not make contact, but on the way down, he'll jump up, make contact with him, then release the ball. Then right. he's got uh his him and Trey Young got a master's this. They got that other play where they, they gain some speed on their defender. Defender is is either next to him or right behind him. They'll stop and they'll move, they'll shift their body backwards into the defender who's behind them and then shoot the shot. So right. there's a it's a couple of different ways. It's quite a few different ways that they have been drawing fouls, but they're talking about changing that and but the refs got to be on it, man. The refs got to be on it, especially and and then too that cap that directly ties into the whole challenges thing, dude. Why y'all even bother doing challenges if y'all only going to give them one a game? Yeah, I don't like the one a game challenge. I like the NFL. I like the NFL where each half you get a challenge and you got an think, opportunity. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like. I didn't like that either. I didn't know that until like halfway through the season. I'm like, wait a minute. They only got one challenge they can use the whole game. That don't make sense. Yeah, that's why. Give them, I say give them, give them two challenges a game. And for the playoffs, they get three challenges because the calls are going to be more consequential. Right. You know, but going back to the, to the foul thing. Yeah, they got to fix that, man. They got to fix that. It's like, what's the purpose in even playing defense now? It's like, I'm not making contact. I'm guarding this dude the best I can, but y'all still going to call a foul on me because he, he he kicked me? Right. He threw his body in the mine and then, and then put the shot up? It's like, it's it's such an obvious trap play. Mm. Yep. But I, I sincerely hope they, they, they change that, man. You it's know, they... Be- it's going to be interesting to see what Adam Silver do with that. It's already bad enough that refs aren't really calling these games good as they, you know, used to. And a lot of the veteran referees that we grew up on in are gone. Like, you know, though, and even those games wasn't really called that good because there was a lot of dirt happening behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. now we got all these new referees and, you know, it's just like you got one referee signaling one thing you got another referee saying oh it happened this way and and then you got coaches being left in the lurch like well should i challenge it should i not like what you know and then they look at the instant replay don't even acknowledge they don't even acknowledge their mistakes when they watch these instant replays it's just i don't know i just think the i think these refs need more training in regards to what to look for. And another thing that I think I think needs to stop is, and I think this is something that that Stern put in to place that I think um, Adam Silver should kind of lift the veil off of, is this whole thing about natural reactions to fouls. Like, I feel like <laughs> somebody get fouled, you're supposed to be upset. You're supposed to show emotion. I don't want to see guys getting technical fouls because they reacted, oh, man, 
protect. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, like, like you can't say, oh man, like, you know, or, or it's an intense game and they get, you know, uh, Blake Griffin gets a, you know, it was a couple of, it was one play where in the next Bucks game, in game seven, where I thought it was all ball too. Blake had got a, a steal off Giannis and Blake got called for the foul. And Blake reacted. Now he didn't get a technical foul because I think the refs, I think the refs was just letting the Bucks in the next play in game seven. But if that was a regular season, or if that was Draymond Green, or if that was somebody else, and they reacted like that in such an intense moment, technical foul. And it's like, dude, you're taking away, like that's how we do in the backyards, man. And when we're playing pickup basketball, and it's an intense game. And somebody call a foul, and you're like, oh, you know, it's, it's intense. Let it be. Let yeah. these guys show that emotion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why, you know, they not, not, not you know, any any type of reaction or any type of emotion shown. It's like, yeah, they call an attack. It's like, that too is something the fans don't want to see. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Remember that I interview with Shaq? Well, he was like, he was, he was like, he was like, these people pay all this money to what come watch a good basketball game, and the refs want to take over the the bleeding. <laughs> they're like, they're like, they're like, Shaq, we're live. I don't give a, I don't, I don't give, give a. a <laughs> yep, yep, that's what it be. That's what it be. And also, they need to reevaluate the flagrant one and two. I, I think they need to reevaluate that as well. Because I felt like the, the Jokic play, I didn't think that was intent to hurt. I think it was a situation where this dude is 7-2, campaign is, is six, whatever. And when he swiped, his hand just happened to hit campaign. His arm just happened to hit campaign in his head. But he was actually going for the ball out of frustration. He wasn't trying to hurt campaign. I mean, and, and then he gets a flagrant two for it. And I'm like, okay, that that was, you know, I don't know. I think they need to reevaluate that too. Yeah, that was a bogus call. Yeah, that was a bogus call. Let that have been LeBron James foul campaign the same way. It would have been <laughs> a regular foul. It would. It probably would have been no call. <laughs> <laughs> he would have just been laid out on the floor. Oh, it's campaign. It's the raggedy man. It's cool. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I I think they need to re reevaluate, you know, how they're gonna do this. Cause I'm telling you, some of these, some of the antics on uh, that these players do to draw fouls is is hilarious. And I don't know, these refs got to make some adjustments how they call these games. But it, we're going to get right into a commercial break before we go into our next segment. So let's do that. All right. Let's do that. Moving on. We got baby, baby, baby spare ribs, roast beef, hot links, and more to give. Cube steaks, hot dogs, real tips, ooh, pork chops, turkey wings, and chicken wings, too. Give me a wave if you like catfish. Jump up if it's your favorite dish. Tommy likes ribs and chicken wings. If you like you, let me hear you scream. Wave for catfish. Scream for ribs. All right, we back. Hey, All right. Hey, Rob, real quick, real quick. I got a 
cultural regional question for you. I wanted to interject really quick. Um, cultural or regional? Groups of friends vacationing together. Um, I think that's regional. Okay, okay. I think that's regional. That that happens a lot in my congregation. Okay, and when I say vacationing, I don't mean like we all going to Bethel. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, it's it's foreign to me. Like, um, you know, I, 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 I mean, I'm the type, when I go on vacation, I'm trying to get away from everybody. I don't want to be bothered by with nobody except for my wife. And, you know, I know I'm in the minority with that, but it's like, yo, I see y'all at the hall every day. And not to mention... When a, a huge swath of friends go on vacation together, there's very little people left. There's very little manpower left to do the things to kind of keep the meetings running and functioning smoothly. Because all the people who normally do it are on vacation together. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I see it don't affect us. Like I'm the same way. I don't want to go on vacation with a bunch of my friends. I, I me and me and Danita. I mean, the most we've done is go on vacation with family. Uh, we've done a big family vacation a couple of times, but it's sprinkled here and there. It's not like every like a every year thing where there's a routine. Yeah, we all gonna get together, go on a cruise, you know. We all gonna get together and go to the Bahamas or like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I, it's it's a, it's an every year thing on my end. And we, me and my wife, we get questioned repeatedly about it. Why y'all don't want to go? Why? Well, because this ain't our idea of fun. It's not our <laughs> idea of fun to go kick it with six other couples and be a, a subject to your itinerary when there's other stuff I want to do. Because mm -hmm. then when you go and you say, no, nah, I'm not going to meet up with y'all here on this day and that day and this day and that day to do blah, blah, blah. Why you don't want to hang with us? If somebody do something, somebody says, no, y'all just not that fun for me. You're just not. Right. Oh, and, and it's different if it's one of those things, like you mentioned with Bethel trips, like I, I know you've heard of friends doing these Bethel trips where they get a bus and oh, right, that's different. going in. That's different. That's different. It's an itinerary. They got to go by. They got to be at I a know, certain I'm, place I'm at a certain about, time. But if it's just friends about, casually going out. I'm talking about going on a, on a, into a tropical location. Right. But your itinerary, your whole stay there. Is 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 events with with these people who who went in on it with you, with the, went in on this trip with you, and it's like that's not that's not my idea of fun. Mm -hmm. You know, your idea of fun is not my idea of fun, and my idea of fun is not your idea of fun. And I think I think that should be okay. Plus, don't invite me if the whole goal is to get a certain amount of people to go in on this vacation package, so you could get your trip severely discounted or free. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds familiar, but I'm not gonna go deep into that. <laughs> no, no, I feel like you. Not, I don't feel like you're using me. You are using me, right? You know, I, I remember that happened, and it was like a, a particular vacation package of cruise. And I said, man, let me let me look online and see what these prices are to make sure I'm getting the best price. And then I online in my research, I found that. They have package deals where if you can get enough people to sign up for this particular cruise and vacation package, you get your trip free. Right. 
<laughs> I'm like, well, if I'm going to do that, why shouldn't I get the free trip? Yeah. I did just as much research as you did. Right. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't got to go through all that. Me and Danita, we plan our vacations. Maybe know. it's generational because my, my parents didn't do that either. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's friends in our congregation. Not, not in our congregation, but it's... I hear it a lot in our circuit, you know, in the suburbs. Uh, there's a lot of friends that get together and go on trips together. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't think it's to that extent, to that level. Like, if if I don't have a problem with going on a vacation with a bunch of friends if there's not itinerary involved. We all go and we all we go but we do our own thing you know sometimes there are times where we might do something no together. no Rodney I'm, I'm, talking, like, I'm, I'm not like, talking about that Rodney. not no I'm structured talking, stuff right I'm talking about no on this night we're going to eat at this restaurant on this day no, 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 you're going to show up here and we're all going to take pictures and by the way you need to wear these colors for the pictures what is that oh no that's like like, like, like most Def said in his recent interview I'm not a sucker and I don't come from sucker people <laughs> Most went in on that interview, by the way. But yeah, I kind of felt attacked on that interview, but but anyway, we'll go ahead. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't yeah. feel. I didn't feel attacked because I, I know. I know what it is. I know what it is. I know. I, I know. I understand. I understand where he coming from too. I. I, I just. I, I just was like feeling like okay. Uh, all right. I just. I wait on the Black Star album. Man. Don't, don't beat me up, man. Don't beat me up, man. I wait for the Black Star. I am not gonna complain anymore. I don't want it that bad. <laughs> uh, but I see his point, though. I see his point. First of all, you wouldn't make it in my hood. Second of all, you wouldn't make it in your hood. Third of all, bring that to your hood. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah, I had to get that. Because at first, I thought it was generational, Rodney. I'm like, well, maybe this is a new thing. And I'm like, well, let me ask Rodney about it. Because I'm like, my parents didn't do it. So maybe this is just something the new school is doing. No, I think it's people that go on trips. Now, as far as the structure part, no, that's not. That's not regional. That's, I don't know. That's, I don't even think it's cultural. I just think it's trying to, I don't know. It, it sounds like a pyramid scheme to me, but you know, I want to get or. And that's, but that's the thing. If it's a pyramid scheme, let it be a pyramid scheme. Because at least with, even though it's a pyramid scheme, I'm still getting a trip out of my money. Like right. I'm still getting something in return. But once I, I go in on it and I pay my money, I should be free to do whatever I want with whom I want to do it with. Whether it's my wife or whoever else or whatever. I shouldn't be told, come to this place on this night, take pictures with us for this however many hours, then we're going to go over here and do this, then we're going to go over here and do that. That's not my idea of fun. I don't want to do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've given you my money. You've gotten your trip either free or severely discounted. So get out of my face. Let me do what I want to do. Right. Oh, you know what? Oh, you don't want to do that? Fine. Okay, whatever. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna just do what I've always been doing. Right. <laughs> I am glad I ain't got well, don't act, all don't that. act offended. Don't come to me. Did something happen when y'all went on a trip with somebody? No, nothing happened. This is not fun. This is not fun. I don't need to be surrounded by 12, 14 other people on vacation to be to, to consider it a good time. 
Right. I'm sorry, Rodney. Ran over. <laughs> we gonna get into the third space. With that being said, uh, food seasonings. This was a weird one, Rod. When you sent it to me, I was like, "Wow, I don't, I don't think I got nothing." Hey, don't worry, man. Here I come to save the day. All right. Now, for most of you guys that listen to this podcast, most of you know that me and Ian are African American. <laughs> Which means African Americans in their food, we like our food seasoned. We don't like our food bland. We don't like our food tasteless. We don't like a uh, banquet hall style food. We like our food seasoned. Ooh, that yeah. banquet hall food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, eating However, however, shout out, shout out to my boy, a big, big listener of the show and your co host on. Uh, vibes and stuff. Uh, I remember when Jamil got married at the banquet hall that he had, uh, you know, got for his wedding. That they had fried chicken, man. This was the best fried chicken I ever had at a banquet hall. Really? Where was the banquet hall? Oh man, you gonna have to ask Jamil, man. I forgot the name of it. It was, it was uh, near St. Louis. Uh, it wasn't in Chicago, but. Bro, everybody was raving about that chicken. It, it was amazing. People was trying to hustle the, uh, you know, the, the servers to bring more chicken. That's Brother, awesome. Brothers was pulling out money. Like, hey, I heard if you tip them, they'll give you more money. We like, dude, tip them. Tip them. We need some more chicken. Brother, hey, Brother Sanders pulled out his money clip. Like, oh, how much for a pound of that? Can I take a pound? Yeah, I'll take a pound. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I got food stamps too. If you need some. <laughs> <laughs> he, and then, of course, he 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 put aside a few pieces to off to the side for Sister Williams study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta make sure you know, you know she was struggling. She just lost her job the other day. <laughs> she well fed. She lost her job at the currency exchange. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she don't work at Rainbow. Don't wear that Rainbow clothes now, so I gotta, gotta help her out here. How <laughs> you know all that, brother Sam? <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, you know my step, my, you know my, my former stepdaughter. She used to shop there. You know. <laughs> I had to get her some clothes one day from there. <laughs> uh, but real quick, real quick, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm, a, I've been. Ever since this pandemic started, man, I've been really diving deep into cooking myself, man. And I'm telling you, man, it's been the best thing I ever done. I don't eat out. I don't eat out as like in restaurants as much anymore. I don't go to fast foods as much anymore. No more, no more, no more restaurants with mandolins and violins. No more, no more. Re- I'm making my own mandolins and violins. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm much with mandolins and violins. So, um, and, and I've really, man, I've. Ever since I've been cooking, man, I, I've been stacking up on seasonings, man, like big time. And so I decided to come up with my top five list of some seasons. I got an honorable mentions that I'm going to throw, throw out there. And maybe some of these seasons you never heard before. But if you haven't, please feel free to purchase them and try them out yourself. But I'm going to go. Number one, uh, my homemade, uh, my honorable mentions is homemade season. I actually found out how to make my own taco seasoning homemade and i've been doing that ever since i i have not bought store bought 
packet uh, taco seasoning since I learned this. And it's amazing. It's amazing. I've been doing that ever since. Can't be homemade, you know. Um, Italian seasoning is always clutch. Indeed. Orange pepper seasoning. I just... Uh, I just jumped on orange pepper in season. I saw this video of this guy making orange pepper seasoned chicken wings. And I tried it myself and I was blown away. I was like, man, I never heard of orange pepper. I went, I went to the I've never heard of orange pepper either. Bro, it's clutch, man. It's clutch. It does have a tangy type taste to it, but it, it is really good. Uh, adobo all-purpose seasoning. I mean, for all the, you know, I use it a lot on Mexican food. And it's something that I include in my seasonings, really good. And uh, man, whenever you're making like steak, or whenever you're making a nice, you know, pork chop or whatever, or man, ain't nothing like fresh thyme, man, to like add on to it, and with a little bit of butter, man, it levels up your game, man. Really levels up your game. So those are my honorable mentions in regards to seasonings. Now, I got my top five. Laurie's, of course. <laughs> Why would Laurie's not be in my top five? If it wasn't in my top five, you feel free to log off this podcast, man. And that, just, that's, a, that's a staple, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have Laurie's. If you don't have Laurie's, it's just, you know, it's not, it's not the same. Uh, garlic powder. Duh, duh, here's the thing with garlic powder, man. Garlic powder stuff on, man. Every cookout, every black cookout should have garlic powder. Like, I, I that's I remember you, we used to have a food for less, but it closed down. We used to have a food for less on Cicero. Oh, they turned it into Tony's. They turned it into Tony's, and Tony's don't do this anymore. And I wish they would do this. But food for less, whenever summer hit, they would have a huge sell on garlic powder, and they would have a bucket of nothing but garlic powder in that boy. Do you know every time summer hits, that thing be half empty. People be going in there swarming that garlic powder. Mm. I remember one time I couldn't find it. I'm like, man, I, I remember I was about to start barbecue. I'm like, man, I ain't got no garlic powder. I drove to the store. I drove, I drove to Food for Less. Couldn't find no garlic powder. It was all gone. I'm like, Dude, we quick. Man. <laughs> we gotta go to Jewels and buy garlic powder for $4. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you should have just went to Brother Sanders' house. You know, he got, he got some spare garlic powder. Well, Sister Williams, you know, Sister Williams, keep the garlic powder now. Yeah, Sister Williams definitely got it. <laughs> um, Old Bay seasoning is something that. Old Bay. Man, for your seafood. I've been using it on seafood like crazy, man. Clutch. Young people don't know about that Old Bay. No, no, no. Old Bay is clutch, man. Old Bay is, is super clutch. Also, my next my next seasoning I got in my top five is Slap Your Mama. Cajun seasoning. Oh, that's a real thing? Yeah, Slap Your Mama. I think it was based in New Orleans, but now it's available all over. And uh, actually, I don't know where I bought this seasoning at, but it's <laughs> it is on the spicy side. If you put too much, you gotta be careful with that slap your mama. But uh, it's it's clutch. I, I it's it's a basically 
an advanced version of Old Bay, pretty much. So, yeah, Slap Your Mama is dope. And then, last but not least, it's this cat that I've been following on YouTube named uh, Matthew. Uh, his YouTube name is Mr. Make It Happen. And he came out with his own seasoning. And it's called uh, AP, all-purpose seasoning. So the seasoning is basically salt, pepper, garlic powder, and onion powder, but then it's mixed with other spices too. And I'm like, man, let me support this cat, man, because, you know, I like what he's doing. So I bought one of his seasonings and man, shipped right away. Man, perfect. Cause I was a little, I always be a little skeptical about buying stuff off Instagram promoted or YouTube promoted stuff. Cause yeah. dude, it, I've, I've got burned like a couple of times doing that. So I bought his and man, his stuff came in through the mail right away. Man, I've been putting that stuff on my, on everything, bro. And it's, what's it called again? AP. Uh, all-purpose seasoning, Mr. Make All It Happen. Um, if you go on his page, he should have a link in one of the, like his newer videos, cause he he just dropped it like a couple, I would say like a month ago. So if you watch his like newer videos, you should be able to see the link on that. But man, super dope. Like I put this on, I just had like for breakfast, man, I put it on my eggs, dude. I was like, dude. Oh, wow. This is amazing. Like, and it covers all the essentials because that's the, you know, I mean, that's basically what we put, what we season our food with. Salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder. Like, and then you combine it all in one and now you ain't got to buy all everything separate. Everything comes in one thing and boom. Have you have you seen have you seen Thurston How the Thirds cooking uh channel on YouTube? Thurston How? No, I haven't heard of it. I, I never heard of him. You you never heard of Thurston How the Third, the rapper? Man, I no. <laughs> He's cooking? Yeah, yeah. You re, you don't remember I still live with my mom's Brooklyn Hard Rock back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he's got a cooking channel? Yeah, dude, it is so hilarious. I'm gonna send you a link. Okay. It's called Jailhouse Recipes. <laughs> Jailhouse Recipes. <laughs> okay. I gotta send it to you. You're you gonna crack up laughing at this. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll check it out. But that's my that's my uh, that's my thin face on seasoning, man. You know what? I was surprised you did not bring up Walker's Wood Jerk seasoning. I. You know what? I haven't. I'm gonna get into the. I haven't gotten any jerk season. I need to get some, but that's Walker's what? I'm, I'm tired. Walker's I'm Wood. There's various jerk seasonings out there, but the one bar bar nut the best one is Walker's Wood. Okay. You can find it in most Pete's produces. Also, if you if you get down on steak, can't go wrong with Montreal steak seasoning. They got a regular and they got a spicy. Oh, Montreal is good too. I haven't bought their seasoning, but I've seen, you know, other people have them uh, use that seasoning. But yeah, I'm gonna check them out too. I've been curious about them. So I'm gonna check that out. I'll give you my review. Yeah, yeah, check that out. <clears throat> yeah, that's what's up, man. But yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my top five. Any other seasoning thing that, that, that I left out? No, man, you. I had adobo on my list, but you already covered it. Man, adobo is clutch, man. 
They got different right. flavors of uh, adobo. They got they loaded on that stuff, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, they man, but check out, check out. Like, I don't know if there's a lot of uh, Italians in your congregation, man, but Italians be be up on the seasonings too, man. They got some. They got some. Oh yeah. Too. Oh yeah. Sam, uh, shout out to Sam Curcio. He's Italian. Yeah, man. Italians yeah. be getting down with the seasons. Yeah, he. You know, uh, his his father used to back when we would meet and have gatherings before the pandemic his father would make like home, like fresh italian style pizza for everybody and authentic italian pizza and it was dope man dope mm. he had all I Rodney at these at these integrated congregations living lavishly. Hey man, the red wine, he got all the red wines, man. Red oh, he got, wine the, he got the robust. He got yeah. the robust banquet. Oh yeah. The red wine and the pizza? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he hooked you up, man. He hooked you up. Sam Sam's dad is clutch, man. That's dope. That's dope. But yeah, man, we're gonna get to these awards. <laughs> Weekly awards. I couldn't wait to get to this, man. <laughs> S is the oldest award. I got one. It's LeBron James. None other than the one and only LeBron James. Nobody coming to see you, man. Nobody want to hear you talk about some, yeah, I told you so. I told you because of all these injuries. We shouldn't have started the season early. Man, shut up, man. Nobody want to go. Go home. Go. Get out of here. No one wants to see you, LeBron. You're eliminated from the playoffs. Why do you care about injuries? Yeah, LeBron is he's he's the winner of my um, essence of O and you played yourself award. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go through this tweet. I knew exactly what would happen. This is what he wrote. They all didn't want to listen to me about the start of the season. I only wanted to protect the well-being of the players, which ultimately is the product and benefit of our game. These injuries isn't part of the game. It's the lack of pure rim rest, whatever that is, before starting back up. <clears throat> this is the best time of the year for our league and fans. Hey, you're right about that. But missing a ton of our favorite players. No, nah, we're just missing you. If there's one person who knows about the body and how it works all year round, it's me in all caps. I speak for the health of all our players. I hate to see this many injuries this time of year. Yo, um, didn't, they, didn't they have like three months off because of the pandemic? Yeah, here, here's my question. Um, when did you tell everybody this, LeBron? When y'all were you went right after you won your championship, and y'all y'all met you and the rest of the league and the, the, the NBPA met together and voted on the 72 game season, not a 62 game season, a 72 game season. Right. And you all voted on how much rest you would get. Okay. When did you tell us this? When did you say this? Did you say this at the beginning of the playoffs? No, because y'all were the favorites and AD hadn't got injured yet. Did you say this in the beginning of the season when you at your ring ceremony? No, because you didn't know you were going to get bounced out the playoffs. You're only saying this because your team is not still in the playoffs. And now you're trying to diminish what's being done now on the court by the other team. Okay, and as far as these injuries go or whatever, and who's been injured, Donovan Mitchell has been had an ankle issue. Kawhi Leonard, Ben has had a knee issue in both both knees. Embiid has always had shaky health issues. Your teammate, Anthony Davis, when when you were when y'all were 
working so hard to railroad the New Orleans Pelicans and get him on the Lakers, he was in street clothes because his health was never 100%. And as far as you go, a dude fell on you. You didn't you didn't get tired and your body wear down throughout the season. A guy fell on you and that's how you got injured. It's what's it what it's what happens. It's part of the game. These guys didn't break down over time. These were niggling injuries that they've been dealing with for, for, for months and years in some cases. All right, James Harden battling injuries all year. KD missed most of right. the season. The big baby. Talk, talking about no one that wanted to listen to me. Yeah, everyone listens to you. You're LeBron James. And of course, the NBA responded, of course. Mike Bass, who you who you uh, insinuated need to get fired for the play-in. Of course, of course, he responds. Because that's all that the NBA always responds to you, LeBron. But you want to play this narrative like nobody listens to you. He responded and, and pointed out that the rate of injury has been the same this year as it's been for the past three years. Yep. Where were your yeah. tweets at the start of the season? Who did who did you try to tell LeBron? You're yep. the most influential player in the league, but yet y'all still got together and y'all voted on this 72 game season to start when it started and end when it ends. And you don't know how the body works. You know how your body works. You can't speak for everyone else's body. And here's the thing, dude. So, so, so you, 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 you're all up in arms about this and the and the health and safety of the players. But then, when it comes to something serious like the COVID vaccine, oh, that's a personal issue. That's a personal decision. I'm not going to say whether I'm getting it or not getting it. No, 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 speak up. You're concerned about people's health and safety. Did you get vaccinated or not? Right. Now all of a sudden you don't want to speak up. You're full of bull, LeBron. You don't care about nobody but yourself. <laughs> and that's why speak you up, get Speak this. up about the COVID vaccine. We got 600,000, over 600,000 dead people in our country alone, and you're not speaking up about that. But you'll speak up about China and something going on half uh, all on the other side of the globe. What happened to, what happened to, oh, I won't shut up and dribble. What happened to more than an athlete when it's time to speak up about the vaccine? You're full of crap, dude. You're full of crap. <laughs> and Tweet all this nonsense. No one wants to see it. No one wants to hear it. If y'all were still in the playoffs right now, you, I, he wouldn't be talking none of this. You big baby. <laughs> Cuddy Award, who you got? <laughs> Cuddy War, man. Oh, cool man, down, Ian. Cool down, man. Cool down. Cool down. I know, man. I'm, I've been on one this whole episode. First the vacation thing, now this. Uh, <laughs> but, man, dude, I got so many uh, candidates. I don't know who I want to give it to. Trey Young, Devin Booker, or Shikari Richardson? Well, I'm giving a couple of them now. I'm, I got John Collins for wearing the, the shirt of him dunking on MB uh, during the press conference after they won the series. <laughs> That that was the ultimate cutty move, and then yeah, I'm giving it I'm giving it up to Shakari, man. Like this chick is beasting. She is, man. Beasting. And, and she got all the flair of a chick from the block. Yeah, yeah. I like how she changed the hair colors every race, and you know she's got and she's herself. You know she ain't coming out publicly correct during her interview. She like yeah, I'm hood. Yeah, that's me. I went through the struggle. I did this. I did that. But I'm look where I'm at now. You know, and I, I think uh, she's an inspiration for a lot of young black girls. And man, she's uh she's out there getting it, man. I, I hope she does does well in the Olympics. 
Yeah, I wish her nothing but the best, man. She she the Allen Iverson of track and field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what she is. That's definitely. And I like how she she's like, man, I'm trying to be Shakari Richardson. I ain't trying to be Flojo. I'm not trying to be Jackie Joyner. I ain't trying to be all these other girls. Yeah, she's like, I look up to them. They they're my you know examples. I try to you know emulate what they do. But she's like, at the end of the day, I want people to remember me for me. So I'm like, hey, man, do your thing. Do your thing, girl. You know. Set your own tone. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I go ahead and get her the award, the award. Yeah, definitely, man. But that John Collins shirt, man, that was that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you played yourself award. I, I'm hey, and, and it's been a while since we talked about, about our football, but I'm about to go in on Nagy, man. I, and, and, <laughs> what do you do now? <laughs> Matt Nagy, dude, stop doing interviews about who's going to be the starting quarterback next year. Stop doing interviews about, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony Dolans, he's our, he's our number one. You know, he's our number one. This, this is a, you know, and it's like, dude, why are you showing your cards now in the season haven't even started yet? You don't even know if Dalton's going to get hurt during the preseason. You don't know what's going to happen in the preseason. Y'all might be trash in the preseason. And you might have to be forced to start the rookie quarterback. You, know, you don't know what's going to happen. Why are you going on radio show after radio show after radio show advertising who's going to be your starting quarterback? Like, no one cares, man. Just just, <laughs> just shut up. You know what I mean? And, and, and wait till the season start and get into all of that later. Why are you talking about it now? We... The football season don't start until August. <laughs> so, so I don't know, man. I like I felt, you know, they should have fired him last year. That's my, you know, anyway. That's besides the point. But I'm gonna let you go on ahead. I we done done enough ranting on this. <laughs> I ain't about to go to. Yeah, I already got on my you played yourself, but that was LeBron. Yeah, milk carton award. I got, I got, I definitely gotta give it to Ben Simmons. It's only right. It's only right. Um, I'm, I'm giving it. I'm giving it to Tobias Harris. And Tobias Harris. Oh yeah, he deserved it too because he he was out. He was missing. Nobody could find him. You know, game one and two. He's he 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 calling game one and two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> game seven. Don't look for him. <laughs> Man, he called on the video game. That's what <laughs> that's what Tobias Harris is. So I, I, I ain't, you know, yeah, Tobias definitely, they paying him all that money. He going out there with, with his disappearing act. How's Seth Curry out playing you, bro? Like, and I, it ain't a knock against Seth Curry. Like, Seth can play, but dude, they ain't paying Seth $30 million. Yeah, they not. So I, I, I need to, <laughs> you know what was funny though? <laughs> Real quick before we get into our last award. I saw <laughs> it was playing. I guess Steph Curry showed up to one of the games. <laughs> and, then oh, the, really? and then the caption it said, Steph Curry's brother. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> you know, you know Philly, somebody on the in the Philly media did that. Somebody, yeah, man. Somebody was savage for doing that. The Philly, them Philly folks are are are. are Dude, they they are no joke, man. Did you hear the way they booed them in game? What was that? Game six? Game five. It was game, game five. five. Game five when they gave up that big lead in the uh, fourth quarter. And and, and and then 
Did you see that skit of that dude that uh, was going in on Ben Simmons and the guy was talking trash to him when he walked past and he was like, he was like, man, skip you too. Y'all can get him out of the city too. Ben Simmons, get out of my city. Get him out of my city. (laughs) (laughs) Them Philly fans don't play, man. Yeah, they, they they all about toughness, man. They, if you ain't laying it all on the line, man, they gonna, they gonna let you have it. They gonna let you have it. Um, what Ben Simmons did kind of reminds me of, well, you know, that whole play of him passing up the, the dunk or layup. It reminded me of Ricky Waters back in the 90s. <laughs> I remember uh, Ricky Waters got traded. Well, well, after he won a Super Bowl with the Niners, he signed with the Philadelphia Eagles. And he caught a pass up. He was he he was uh, doing a slant play. And the ball was thrown to him. And a guy was coming over to hit him. And he didn't stick his arms out to catch the ball to avoid the hit. And Philly fans booed him. So after the game, they asked him about the play. <laughs> He's like, was you trying to avoid hits? <laughs> and Ricky Waters going to famously say, for what? For who? <laughs> <laughs> what? For what? For who? It, it, came, it turned out to be like a a big headline like in the newspaper in the philly newspaper for what for who and it was just like yeah it, it was it, it was bad so, so was he bad. admitted to, to to avoiding the hit in, in so many words yeah wow so but 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 hey shout out to ben simmons for hey being brave enough to go up to the media after that bad game after the bad series and, and just own it, you know, I, I give them, I, I, I give them uh, props for that because most people would not show up to the media and, and, and talk to the media about it. And so, shout out to him. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. It's a shame award definitely goes to the Sixers, and also it's a shame that <laughs> it's a shame what happened to uh, KD's feet, man. You know. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear Barkley and, and, and Shaq talking about clowning? Uh, I, I don't know if it was Ernie or somebody talking about something. If his shoe size was a little bit shorter. No, I missed that. It was like, man, what it look like a seven foot dude having small feet? <laughs> it don't make no sense. <laughs> dude, man, his toe, his toe saved uh, Coach Bud's job. <laughs> it did. It did. That was that was it, man. Right, that was an incredible game. I was so worn out after that game. I, I couldn't believe what I just saw. Yeah, it was a great game. Great game. I, I'm I'm definitely tempted to do a game seven list, man. Like like to do a do a game seven list for a future show, man. Best game sevens of all time. I'm down. Hey, but real quick, uh, Paul George, man, it's something to be said about the level of play we're seeing from him. Kawhi Leonard goes down. You close out the Jazz in the next two games. And even though you lost to the Suns in the first two games of the next round, dude is still balling out. This I still goes think back. the Clippers can make a series out of it. Because oh, of absolutely. We've, we've seen this movie before. They go down 0-2 and then, and then they make it a series. But my, my, my point is this. This is why I'm kind of against the whole super team thing. 
Kawhi goes down and the other guy immediately gets better. So when you take away that safety blanket, you you will get good action and good minutes out of the quality players. He openly admitted that to the media. He said, oh, I got to turn back into uh, Paul George from Indiana. And he's right. Like when you when you when these stars link up and they all get on the same squad, they kind of they kind of fall back a little bit. They're not they don't have the same dog in them that they once did. Right. You know, and it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to send you this thing I saw on, online, Rodney. Someone put together a, a compilation of, of of plays of from this year where all the plays that LeBron James quit on his team. And it's four, it's, it's, it's four players, four Lakers jerseys running back against five opponents. And LeBron is just hanging off in the backcourt because he's, he's still mad about how the last play went down. Uh, terrible. And, it, and these were just, this is just from this year. Yeah. I'm like, man, dude, dude does really quit on his teams. Yeah. I mean, that ain't nothing new. Man, that broken news to me. I've been seeing that yeah. for a long time. That's why I, I, too many holes in the resume, man. Too many holes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, get out of here, LeBron James. We we over you, man. Yeah, it's 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 a wrap. It's a wrap. And it's also a wrap for the show. I want to thank Ian for coming through for another Magnificent Vibes podcast episode. Appreciate that. And no problem, no problem. We got another brother Sanders mixtape drop, the beat tape dropping soon. It's gonna be the regional convention edit. <laughs> yeah, that regional convention is right around the corner. We gotta get that hoagie sandwich ready. You know, you know, you know, uh, Sister Williams, uh, studies daughter work at that subway over there on on, uh, 79th, so he liked to get his sandwiches from over there. (laughs) Yeah, man, so be on the lookout for that. Hopefully, that's in the work, she in the work study, you know, she in the work study program in school, you know, she's 17, she's working, uh, you know. She working at Subway, you know, just to get her credits, you know. Right, 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 right. You know. yeah. Brother Sanders told us all about it. Yeah. Oh, okay, good, good. I just wanted to make sure Brother Sanders clearing this, this stuff up. You know, he don't know how to explain stuff clearly. <laughs> got him in the corner. <laughs> you gonna get himself in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fixing all these cars. Yep, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. Oh, also, uh, I don't know if we talked about this before, but convention food. Yes, that's a good one. Let's let's scribble that in, man. Let's scribble that in. That's a good one. Do a little nostalgia. That's a good one. Now, are we going with what 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 was served to us? Are we going with the pack your own lunch? Let's let's do top. Let's do two. Like maybe one one from. Back in the day and then afterwards. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I, I definitely got got a go-to, a go-to list. Yeah, yeah, I got some too. I got some too. Especially, especially now. So yes, sir. Let's do that. Yep, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, and be sure to check out. I just dropped the uh the, the season 10 finale of the Vibes and Stuff podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Check that out. We had a great album face off. We had Bizarre Ride to the far side going up against De La Soul was dead. I haven't listened to it. Don't spoil don't spoil it. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to that that face off. And uh but I will take a guess of who I think possibly might have won that battle. You mind if I take a stab at it? Yeah, take a stab at it. All right. I think that Bizarre Ride won. Watch the show. Watch the show yeah. and see. No, we'll, we'll check. Well, I'll check it out. I'll give you my feedback. Um, great. Actually, that's a great face-off, too, by the way, because those are two of my favorite albums of all time. So uh, definitely uh, those are two really good albums and a lot of good skits on both of those albums. Like, just that was a good matchup. That's a good matchup. Yeah, and we did our, our best hip-hop albums of the year, mid-year list so far. We did uh, top 10 female MCs. Uh, it was oh, a good show. Interesting, interesting. It was a good show, it was a good Jazz, show. Did Jazz show up for that one? No, Chaz had, had a little something she had to take care of. Uh, but Brandy was there to hold it down. Oh, Brandy showed up, okay, nice, nice. I'm anxious to hear who she got in that top 10. But uh, yeah, I listened to the show big time. But uh, yeah, definitely. I, I would definitely check that out. Also, I'll be dropping up. I'll be dropping a new Coffee and Beats mixtape as well. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, 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 that and I'm also going to be reviewing the new Her out coming up. So. So uh, do you do you do you so you pretty much review on Coffee and Beats. You just review whatever. On Coffee and Beats, I review stuff outside of like the genres that we're all accustomed to listening to. I try to interview a lot of different like genres on it. So um, I've done a couple of uh, like instrumental reviews. I've done uh, it was a couple of folk albums by a few artists that came out um, last month. That were pretty good. It's this cat named Mustafa. Um, he's from Canada, black dude. He, he's pretty dope. Like a lot of his lyrics, like in his songs, it's pretty dope, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I and I've do done. You, um, do you take recommendations? As far as like, like what? Oh, what's I, a review? So. I usually do it like on a new release basis. So whatever was released for that week, I try to keep it within the tone of, and if I if I don't get a chance to review them for that particular month, I'll do a smash review of different albums that came out that I didn't get a chance to review. So if you got suggestions, I don't mind. No, I was just curious. All my suggestions are gonna be old releases anyway, but- Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't do too old because it's like, you know, I mean, I could go there, but, you know, I, I try to keep it fresh to get, get like, newer artists out there, get their music going, but, you know. But, yeah, man, I got to, I'm definitely going to be dropping a mixtape with that and then, you know, uh, get into the, the her out. Have you heard her new track, uh, her new album yet? I, do you know what? And Brandy was talking about it on the show uh, this week. Like, I have not heard it. Um, I keep hearing nothing but good stuff about it. I do intend to check it out. I'm just slow on the uptake with the R&B. You know me, Rodney. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, I'm, see me, I, I'm in and out on R&B. I, I, I open and close the door because a lot of the stuff don't really hit for me. Uh, the new, 
I, I mean, her always comes with it, man. Like, you know, I liked her first two albums. This one, yeah, it's good, but I'm not wild about it. But hey, I get it to you'll find out more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's good. It's got some great moments. I feel like it was too long. I felt like it was, it was shorter. I would have enjoyed it more. It was just a lot of songs I felt like she could have left out. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But other than that, man, I mean, I yeah. enjoyed it. But yeah, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the Coffee and Bee series. And uh, yeah, man. Well, I mean, I'm, and I'm also enjoying these playoffs. So we'll see this time. You know, maybe this time next week we'll, we'll see where we stand. And, yeah, uh, man, yo, this is this has been exciting. I'm liking those cut. I'm, I'm I'm liking these whole uh, you know prediction episodes we're doing too. Check those out too if y'all haven't. Check out the prediction um, episodes, especially the uh, album covers for those are pretty interesting. So please take a look <laughs> at those as well. And uh, that's it. That's it. So I got to go cut some heads, man. All right, man. I got to get my car washed. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see y'all on the next one. All right. Peace. Quem é homem de bem?
Tem que ter